This episode of the 501st Cast is dedicated to Heiko Heinitz, TK-5598, from German Garrison's Coastal Hammer Squad, who passed away on July 14th. And Courtney Zoxa, TK-9305, from Garrison Corita, who passed away on September 24th. They both have places of honor in our Hall of Eternal Legionnaires. We found the computer outlet, sir. Plug in. You should be able to interpret the entire Imperial network. You are listening to the 501st Cast, the official podcast of the 501st Legion, Lucasfilm's preferred Imperial costuming organization. Stay tuned to global news from the front lines of the Empire as the men and women of Vader's Fist celebrate decades of promoting Star Wars, honing the art of costumes and props, and contributing to the community through charity and volunteer work. Give me regular reports, please. Right. And here are your hosts. Take it away, troopers. Copy that. Welcome back to the 501st Cast, the official podcast of the 501st Legion, Vader's Fist. This is episode 119 for October 2019, and here are your hosts, myself, Nikki, DZ8397. And this is Todd, TBTI10078. I'm Joe, TI and SL12743. And Marcus, TK14057. The 501st Legions currently at 14,382 members with 29,544 approved costumes in the Legion. Our newest member listed on 501st.com at the time of recording is Zach DZ54775, a new Jawa for Cloud City Garrison. In this episode, we hear from a new Legion unit, participate in a two-mile charity walk in armor, and appear on TV with Sith Whoopi. Stay tuned. Recent news. Well, October in the Legion means lots of trooping with Halloween events, but it also means it's time for your Legion duty to complete your census. So all active members, make sure that you get to the 501st.com Legion forums, sign in, fill out I think it's like two lines and you're done for the year. So make sure to get that done before the end of the month so that you don't get marked reserve. Not that that's a totally bad thing, but we got to put some sort of threat in there so that people actually do this, you know? (laughs) And what do they click on? It's a member database once they sign in on the left-hand side of the forums there, right? They click on member database and that takes them to where they need to be, right? Yep. You just have to put in what your last troop was. Yeah, I think it's just like month and and year and like a brief description, and you're good. And if you have any problems getting into the Legion forums, just email support at 501st.com. It takes literally two minutes or less to fill this out. Let's start with uh, taking a look at some new CRLs that have been released or some new additions to since our last episode. Uh, in the Underworld Detachment, uh, they have completed the Dryden Voss Savarine CRL. I saw some pictures of that. That looks fantastic. Take a look at that uh, CRL. Spec Ops, they have added two new variations to the Mud Trooper CRL. We also have a Rocket Trooper now live. So take a look at that one. That one's particularly impressive. 
Now, I tried to look that one up because usually the CRLs list what it's from, but I don't know which one that's from. Is it from a cartoon or a comic book? Does anybody know? I believe it's from, uh, isn't it the first Battlefront? Oh, a video game. Yeah. Okay. And yeah, not to be confused with the uh, was it a Rocket Trooper that's been, maybe it's not Rocket Trooper, the one from the new film uh, that was released at Comic-Con and uh, I think D23. The Jet Trooper. The Jet Trooper, right. This is the uh, original trilogy uh, type Rocket Trooper. Yeah. Well, in the uh, IOC, Imperial Officer Corps has a new CRL for the Death Star Scientist Tarkin Initiative, as seen in Rogue One. Flagship Eclipse has completed a CRL from Clone Wars. Barris Offi, Asajj Disguise, is now ready for GML approval. In the Clone Trooper Detachment, we have another CRL for the CTD. Commander Wolf, Phase 1, Realistic Style, is now live and ready for GML approval. As always, you can check out the links to our new CRLs in our show notes. Thanks again to the Legion membership for these updates. This is Steve Sansweet of Rancho Obi-Wan. You're listening to the 501st Cast. And now a word from one of our sponsors. Dopodirolia! I am Wacky Watto and I have great big deal for you! At Wacky Watto's, we have the largest selection of spare parts and used appliances on Tatooine. Halloween projector start at 29 whoopee whoopee! Hyperdrive motivator start at 100 whoopee whoopee! Not even local Jawas can keep up with our ever-expanding inventory. How about a Jawa juicer for 15 whoopee whoopee? No get me wrong, I like my customers. We only accept real money, not worthless Republic credits. That way, you know you're getting a good deal. No funny business, no money, no parts, no deal. Wacky Watto wants your business. Especially since I just lost a slave, I'm going crazy! So come see what we have to offer, before Watto loses anything else. I bet heavily so you get the best prize. Poodle. Wacky Wattos. All terms subject to HUD approval at time of purchase. Accessible location only. Mission reports. Well, for our first mission report, we have here, uh, it's once again Albuquerque International Balloon Fiesta Time. Host Garrison Dubak Ridge and traveling troopers from near and far have already spent several very early mornings, launches typically 6 a.m., out at the field providing honor guard to the Darth Vader and Yoda-shaped balloons. The festival runs from October 5th to the 13th, so there's still a couple days left to check it out. Photos don't do the enormity of these balloons justice, but we'll still link to some photos on their Facebook page anyway. Empire City Garrison was asked by Lucasfilm and Disney to attend a live taping of Good Morning America on ABC for the opening of Galaxy's Edge Disney World on Wednesday, August 28th. Chris TK6744 was selected from the ECG along with Taylor TK12110 and Bro TK8869 of the Northeast Remnant Garrison. Although f- uh, five first order troopers were requested, we were able to scramble three with only one <clears throat> day notice between the two garrisons. The call time was 6 a.m. with the first taping scheduled for 8 a.m., so they were all picked up around 4.30 a.m. A secure changing room was provided with some snacks and water, and they treated us very well. The segments involved them marching out on stage, 
when they announced the Galaxy's Edge segment and during the weather report, taking selfies with audience members. We had fun participating and taking photos with guests backstage in between segments. Special thanks to Greg from ECG for guiding them around, helping them get dressed, and taking some great backstage photos. A shout out to Alaric from ECG for helping put this all together on a very short notice. And Empire City Garrison was also asked by Lucasfilm and Disney to attend taping of The View on ABC to promote Galaxy's Edge and Triple Force Friday on Thursday, uh, September 26th. Two First Order Stormtroopers were requested, and uh, Lucasfilm also had a request for a third person for a special mission. So Chris, TK6744, was selected from ECG, and Bro, TK8869 of Northeast Remnant Garrison, and then ECG's own Jonathan, TK16890, was asked to wear a production-used Sith Trooper costume and was dressed by two Lucasfilm uh, Disney costume experts who brought the suit along for the segment. It was a great opportunity to check out the new suit, but of course they were barred from taking any photos. Call time on this one was 8.30 with the first taping scheduled for 9.30. They once again had a secure changing room with snacks and water and were treated very well. They marched out on stage when they announced the Galaxy's Edge trip giveaway to the audience members. And Whoopi Goldberg, dressed as a Sith Lord, entered a wind chamber and picked the winner. Abby Huntsman then mentioned Force Friday and a Sith Trooper giveaway to the audience. They once again had fun participating, taking photos with guests and crew members backstage before and after the segment. This time, it's a special thanks to Ray from ECG for guiding them around, helping them get dressed, and taking great backstage photos. That's a neat opportunity. Did anybody actually get to check that out? I haven't seen it. Um, We will have links, um, but I have not checked out the segments myself. Oh, I will look at that myself. (laughs) Well, on uh, September 3rd, Uh, Everett, CC71181, and Chris, TK6744 from Empire City Garrison, attended a staff celebration at the Cerebral Palsy Association of Nassau County the afternoon of Tuesday, September 3rd. The event was in the gym at their main center in Roosevelt, New York. The Cerebral Palsy Association of Nassau County is a nonprofit health agency serving over 1,800 children and adults with cerebral palsy, developmental, and other disabilities. This was a small troop for 200 to 300 internal staff members to get them excited for some of the upcoming fundraising events during the Festival of Trees, or including the Festival of Trees. Our troopers took photos with the staff and directed them to sign up for the events. They also saw some of the kids from the Children's Learning Center along the way, and they hoped to set up a future event to visit their school. The association really appreciated ECG's efforts to bring more attention to the events, and it was nice to give adults a chance to visit with the Star Wars characters, since they're usually busy behind the scenes making events run smoothly for others. Empire City Garrison attended two Walk to End Alzheimer's Walks on Long Island last month, one at Belmont Lake State Park on September 8th and one at Eisenhower Park on September 15th. These walks are family-friendly events that take place in communities nationwide to raise funds for Alzheimer's research, education, advocacy, and awareness. 
Brent TD22071, Everett CC71181, Chris TB6744, Ron SL5928, and Alan TX97491 trooped the first walk and the same crew, minus Alan, trooped the second walk. Both walks had vendors and local businesses with tables with different games and raffles. Our troopers had a great time taking photos with guests, handing out cards, and getting the crowd excited for the walk. At the second walk, they had one enthusiastic little boy who wanted their autographs, too, and they were happy to sign something for him. Everett, CC71181, Chris, TB6744, Ron, SL5928, and John, TI42070, trooped the Kids Zone Expo at the Long Island Children's Museum on September 15th. There were activities, games, and interactive exhibits throughout the museum. The event was well attended with a steady stream of kids and adults throughout the morning and afternoon. The museum was a bit hot, but they ventured out front a few times to take photos with attendees outside and with the fire trucks. As with many of our units, Empire City Garrison had the honor of attending Star Wars A New Hope in concert. Their concert was at the Tilly Center in Long Island on September 21st. They actually had both a 2 p.m. and an 8 p.m. show. They mingled out front and in the lobby, greeting guests as they arrived between 12.30 to 2 for the first before the first show, and then again from 6.30 to 8 before the second show. ECG troopers were joined by members of Saber Guild's Endor Temple and Rebel Legion's Echo Base, and they appreciated the extra support. ECG also used this opportunity to host a Star Wars raffle to benefit the Cerebral Palsy Association of Nassau County. They provided a small basket with various Star Wars die-cast vehicles and other items to raffle at their table. Between the two shows, they managed to raise $550 for the agency, thanks to the hard work of several members of the Saber Guild and Chris and Shane from ECG, who were able to man the table and help sell raffle tickets. Troopers had a great time interacting with the guests arriving, taking photos, and being part of this wonderful event. The crowd was very enthusiastic, and they hope the Tilly Center continues this series with the rest of the films. Some troopers stayed for the performance, and it was a fantastic experience to see Star Wars again on the big screen, especially with an orchestra performing the soundtrack. Also in attendance was Taylor from Northeast Remnant Garrison, who happened to be in the orchestra's percussion section. Pretty cool. Not wearing a TK, I would imagine. (laughs) (laughs) No, probably not. (laughs) (laughs) Well, uh... Empire City Garrison was asked by LFL Disney to attend a Triple Force Friday event at the Disney Store in Times Square, New York City, at midnight on Friday, October 4th. Chris, TK6744, was selected from the ECG, along with Taylor, TK12110, and Justin, TK74711, from the Northeast Remnant Garrison. Call time was 10 o'clock p.m. on Thursday, October 3rd. They arrived, got suited up, and got the rundown of the event before the magic hour of midnight. It was a large and much-publicized event, where they celebrated the release of the Star Wars toys for The Mandalorian, Star Wars Jedi Fallen Order, and Rise of Skywalker. There was a sizable crowd gathered outside the store that had lined up there hours beforehand. The event involved leading the customers up the escalator, then taking photos in front of a Star Wars backdrop until around 2 o'clock in the morning. Our members had fun participating and taking photos with customers and Disney Store employees throughout the night. Special thanks out to Jen, TB21202, for being the official handler, guiding the troopers around, helping them get dressed, and taking some great photos. So, 
Wonderful job, everyone. Uh, as always, thanks to Chris, TK6744, for those reports. And we'll have links to photos from each of the ECG troops in our show notes. So did you guys do anything special for Triple Force Friday? Not me. No, of course not. No, Nothing. I, I never did. I, no. I, I don't think we had anything in our garrison. <laughs> yeah, we didn't have any stores in the area that were opening at midnight. The closest was like a Target opened up early in the morning, but not there was no midnight. It was so depressing. I miss yeah. Toys R Us. Me too. I did well, the uh, last couple uh, for the last uh, couple movies, and uh, but there was a Walmart nearby where uh, you know everything was set aside specifically in a, like the garden center where they had a special event. So that's the one I went to. But apparently, all the WalMarts were excluded. I believe. Yeah, the the WalMarts in my area were just empty aisles of blankness. It was depressing. <laughs> <laughs> well, but I still they... managed to spend tons of money at Target. So. <laughs> Well, I wonder if that was on purpose because of the, you know, with the promotion of the red Sith Trooper, you know, so they wanted it more with the red and white target with like a cross promotional <laughs> thing. Oh, I don't know. But I did have to go after that Target exclusive uh, little Dio um, app. Did you get Android. Yes, I managed yeah. to get one. So who makes that one? Uh, good Since uh, Sphero doesn't have the license anymore. I'm not sure. The box is okay. in the other room. <laughs> <laughs> we haven't opened them up yet, but I don't remember who um, manufactured it. But I, I just remember it was a Target exclusive, so yeah. that's where I had to head. <laughs> well, we're excited to have our first-ever mission reports sent in from our new Causeway garrison in charge of Northern Ireland. They just formed on September 10th. Their first official mission was on September 14th where they had the pleasure of attending a community event in Glengormley called the Great Big Glengormley Get-Together. This was a pleasant, fun-filled community event with lots of families coming together to enjoy the day. They provided plenty of high-fives, photo ops, and smiles. Garrison members in attendance were IG-12390, who trooped in both his Imperial Gunner and 181st TIE Pilot and... TK-6049 with his ROTJ-TK. They were joined by a couple of rebels from the also newly established Rebel Legion Causeway Base. There's a link to photos in the uh, show notes there, and I do apologize, being I should be ashamed of myself. I'm part Irish, and I, I'm not sure if I pronounced Glenn Gormley right. I hope I did. You know, that's interesting with that new garrison. The base, the Rebel Base, is also the same name. I'm not aware that we have that in any other uh, location. Causeway Garrison and Causeway Base? I think there is, but I can't put my finger on yeah. what else has that. Well, I want to say li- Great Lakes Garrison has a Great Lakes Base, I think. Ah. There's something that we can put to the listeners. We do have a, uh, yeah. a 501st cast hotline, which we've been neglecting lately. And Well, how about the listeners? If you have a, a garrison that is also the same name as your local Rebel Legion base, why don't you call our hotline and uh, leave us a little message? You could be on the 501st cast. We'll play it. And tell us what uh, common names that you have with the Rebel Legion. Nikki, maybe you can give them the uh, 501st cast phone number and uh, have them uh, leave a little uh, message for us. Our hotline is one eight two eight. Four one nine zero five zero one, and you know, I was thinking I do still have some five zero first cast patches, perhaps for like the first three people that call in and tell us what their their um, neighboring base is that has a, a shared name. 
you can get a 501st cast patch mailed to you. See if we can get some people to call our hotline. There's a good incentive right there. I might look it up myself. I want a patch. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, let's see. Now, there's more to what I was reading, I guess. Uh, So um, their missions, uh, it's Causeway Garrison, continued at the Paws in the Park Doggies Day Out on September 15th. Paws in the Park was held at Delmont Country Park as a charity event in aid of animals. The troops at this event were DZ-15063, TK-46267, CC-12390, and TK-41085, and his dog Bob. They were joined by ID-15012 visiting from Ireland Garrison and two members of Rebel Legion's Causeway Base. The event featured lots of fun and games with kids, dogs, and families. Troopers were invited to judge the fancy dress competition, and they also discovered some interesting intel for the Empire during this mission— Dogs love Tuscan Raiders. They helped raise over 1,700 pounds for the charity, which is fantastic for only their second mission. And next up was the TransLink Charity Walk on September 22nd. This walk was in support of the Northern Ireland Children's Hospice. TI-12390 and Denal from Rebel Legion's Causeway Base were on hand to cheer on at meet and greet the walkers at the end of their charity walk from Belfast City Hall in Carrick Fergus. I hope I pronounced that right. Thanks to Sharon, DZ77150, for those reports, and congratulations to the new Causeway Garrison. Congratulations, Causeway Garrison from everybody. That's wonderful. Yeah. Love it. Back to the U.S. The Empire was well represented by Diamond Garrison at September 7th and 8th Arkansas Comic Con. The Garrison helped maintain the safety and security of all who attended. Uh, loyal citizens of the Empire and con attendees alike stopped by their recruiting table and interacted with our troopers. Between numerous selfies, photo opportunities, and high fives, the 501st presence was greatly appreciated. Thankfully, no rebel threat was detected during the event, and a great experience was had by all. Diamond wishes to extend their thanks to the many people who stopped by their booth, especially to Jonas Suotano, our Chewie, for taking the time to interact with their garrison members. And on September 2nd, Diamond garrison members answered the call to provide assistance for the beloved and well-known Weird Al Yankovic during his Strings Attached tour. During his famous The Saga Begins song, Diamond Troopers had the honor to be on stage, and with exact precision, they executed their moves perfectly, and the audience was well entertained. Diamond, and I'm sure all of our units who were able to troop this tour, send their thanks to Weird Al and his team for an experience that they will never forget. For the third year in a row, delegation of Dutch Garrison and Dune Sea base members joined forces to walk the Dam Tot Dam Loop hike in Zandam, Netherlands. This is a big fundraising event in and around Amsterdam, the Netherlands. Typically, participants can choose their own charity, or they can join in on the larger charity, Pink Ribbon. The Dutch garrison traditionally supports Pink Ribbon. They do this not only with a small ribbon on their costume, but some also choose to customize their costumes to match the color of the charity, Pink. All hard armor costumes adjust some part of their costume, to incorporate something like a pink shoulder bell or some other detail. Some go so far as to replace their black tie jumpsuit with a bright pink jumpsuit. Since this is such a big event, with a large group of troopers, the garrison asks for, for some extra help from the organization. 
they reach out to see if there's a way to make arrangements to utilize one of the sponsor tents in the starting park to change and store their gear while they walk. These tents are, as mentioned, sponsor tents and would normally cost a small fortune to rent, but they convince the organization to lend the tent rent-free as long as they leave it behind as clean as they found it. The build-up to this event is supported by the Garrison's PR team, as well as by troopers. All are actively engaged in finding sponsors to get as much sponsoring as possible to help Pink Ribbon. On the day of the hike, troopers began arriving in the starting park around 8 a.m. By 9 a.m., the group is ready to gather in the tent and start changing. By 9.30, the event coordinator, TK69241, gives some last-minute instructions to the handlers. Since this is no ordinary troop, they have to walk for a bit over two hours straight. They carry extra water. Uh, but more importantly, they carry tape, white duct tape, white gaffer tape, some black gaffer tape, etc. This is generally quite needed for in-troop maintenance on the troopers and their kit. Besides tape, the uh, handlers carry another all-important thing, blister band-aids. <laughs> During this walk, sorry, this year's walk, the gaffer and duct tape were hardly required. The blister band-aids, however, were well used. Some troopers exchanged their screen-accurate Nobblebeckers for sneakers in order to be able to finish the walk. I hope that's Nobblebeckers, Nobblebeshers. Sorry, I'm not familiar with that one. Well, the first half of the walk is fairly uneventful, and troopers get to enjoy the views of Zansashans and, of course, hand out the much-sought-after high fives. After the 15-minute break at the halfway point, the party part of the hike begins. Once they enter Zandam proper, this is where the whole weekend party atmosphere rules the streets. They find lots of music, both live and from huge loudspeakers, welcome them from all corners of the town. Quite often when they notice the garrison coming up, the Imperial March can be heard blasting over the speakers. The extra motivation is needed, as by this time, the handlers are slowly starting to run out of water and, more importantly, blister band-aids uh the finish troopers have a challenge in order to get the metal around their neck you need to take your helmet off is it worth taking off your helmet to get that much coveted metal around your neck most troopers believe it is once the entire group had their medals they went off towards the stage in the center of the park for a final group photo and of course quite a few selfies with the audience and other walkers at long last it was time to take the take off the kit and assess the damage done on the costumes. Dutch Garrison had an excellent troop this year with some 27 blisters covered and hardly any damage to costumes at all. The 33 members in attendance helped raise 3,736 euros in donations for Pink Ribbon Netherlands. We'll have a link to photos and videos in our show notes. Thanks to Martin TI69241 for that report. So, moving down to South America now in Brazil, Independence Day is a national holiday of Brazil celebrated on September 7th of each year. The date commemorates the Declaration of Independence of Brazil from the Portuguese Empire in 1822. Sixteen members of the garrison plus members of the Rebel Legion, Galactic Academy, and Squires participated in this year's parade. Todd, by the way, the, the word you had trouble with is called Knobelbecher. That's just a... German term for army boot. Thank you. Yeah, I've only seen it written. I've never actually heard it pronounced. Oh, okay. <laughs> I like Nobel Knobel better. Yeah. <laughs> Knobel Becher. Knobel Becher. Yeah. Knobel Becher. Yeah. 
Thank you very much. You're welcome. You're welcome. In Brazil, September 21st is a nationally recognized day to give visibility to the daily struggle for people with disabilities. Death Star Garrison was invited to an event by the families of the Pestalozzi Association of Campinas, an organization that cares for children and adolescents with multiple physical and intellectual disabilities. The association considers the Fiber First protectors of the cause of people with disabilities, so they were called upon to participate in a walk inside the Tacquerel Lagoon Ecological Park area and then a tram ride with the children. The idea of the meeting is to draw the attention of society to the struggle of people with multiple deficiencies in social inclusion work, valuing the lives of fathers and mothers who are eternal warriors fighting for equal opportunity of their children in education and in life. October celebrates the month of children in Brazil. The specific day is October 12th, but there are often events all month long. As part of the celebration, Death Star Garrison was invited to support the Needy Children's Party that took place at the airport so the children could get a chance to see and learn more about the planes and helicopters at the airport. It was also a launch of a bicycle and scooter station project at the airport because the hangar access road is over two and a half miles long and there's no public transportation, which makes it difficult for employees to drive without a car or motorcycle. On October 7th, Death Star Garrison troopers headed to Campinas City to visit the children at Sobrapar Hospital. It was impossible to stop the tears. Our troopers felt small in the presence of children who have already fought such large battles in life. Forty years ago, the Sobrapar Skull and Face Hospital performed the surgical and multidisciplinary treatment in children and adults who are born or acquired deformity in the skull or face, turning hope into a reality. Members could see the affectionate smiles from the staff, but our troopers were immediately and immensely thankful for the opportunity to donate little affection to the wonderful people on staff. DSG troopers give the kids small stormtroopers and Darth Vader helmets with candy and a key holder as remembrances of their visit. Thank you, Daniel, TI-19760 for those reports from Death Star Garrison in Brazil. Upcoming events. Our units will be all over the world trooping this coming weekend as we record this, but here are some events just from Saturday alone, thanks to Roku Depot. Uh, that's R-O-Q-O-O-D-E-P-O-T.com. Uh, 70th Explorers Garrison will be at the Walk-In and Rollin' Twisted Halloween Party. Alabama Garrison will be trooping at the DeKalb County Animal Shelter. Alaskan Garrison will be in Anchorage, Alaska for the Mayor's Charity Ball. Alpine Garrison will be at the Weber County Library for a Star Wars Read celebration. Causeway Garrison will be in Belfast, Ireland for Retrofest at Action, Cent- Action Cancer. Central Garrison will be in Rochester, Minnesota for the Bear Creek Walk and Roll. Dune Sea Garrison will be in Mesa, Arizona for Bikers Against Child Abuse at the Boys and Girls Club. Garrison Corita will be at Comic-Con for Kids at the Greater Philadelphia Expo Center. Northeast Remnant Garrison will be at Jersey Shore Maker Fest at the Morristown Festival of Books. Northern Darkness Garrison will be in Fort Wayne, Indiana for Making Strides Against Breast Cancer. Old Line Garrison will be at Severna Park Library for Star Wars Reads Day. Polish Garrison will be in Poznan for the Pozhansky Dini Fantastiki, and I hope I pronounced that right. Uh, 
Puerto Rico Garrison will be at Universidad Central de Bayamón for a Star Wars Reads event. Redback Garrison will be in McKay for a Light the Night Walk. Southern California Garrison, my alma mater, so to speak, will be at a walk to end Alzheimer's walk at the SLO Comics Fair and at Silver Lake Library for Star Wars Reads Day. Star Garrison will be in Lubbock, Texas for Star Wars Reads and to visit the UMC Hospital. UK Garrison will be in Northampton for Fanzone Comic-Con. And Wisconsin Garrison will be in Oshkosh, Wisconsin for EAA Space Day at the EAA Aviation Museum. For more upcoming events, be sure to check out our friends at Roku Depot. They publish a data burst from the 501st, which contains upcoming events from as many of our Legion units as they can gather data from. That's Roku Depot, dot com. Member Shoutout. This episode's shout-out is to Midwest Garrison for being presented the Village of Bartlett, Illinois' first-ever Community Spirit Award. Although the award was completely unexpected, it's always nice to be recognized for all the time and dedication our Midwest Garrison members put in to being the bad guys doing good. As always, our official home on the web is 501st.com slash podcast where you can post your feedback and comments and listen to previous episodes of the show. The 501st Cast can be tuned in via iTunes, Podcasts.com, or Stitcher. The 501st Cast is an easy way to catch up on a few weeks of Legion news while driving, at the office, or working out. But if you're looking for up-to-the-minute news, you'll need to get it from our social media feeds like Facebook and Twitter. Just look us up on Facebook as The 501st Legion, or go to Facebook.com slash The 501st Legion. You can also follow us on Twitter as at 501st Legion, or go to Twitter.com slash 501st Legion. Join in the discussion as thousands of fellow fans share their passion for trooping, Star Wars, and charity. The 501st Cast is now also available on the iHeartRadio app. The 501st Legion is a worldwide Star Wars costuming organization comprised of and operated by Star Wars fans. While it is not sponsored by Lucasfilm Limited, it follows generally accepted ground rules for Star Wars fan groups. Star Wars, its characters, costumes, and all associated items are the intellectual property of Lucasfilm. Copyright and trademark Lucasfilm Limited. All rights reserved. Used under authorization. And here are your hosts, myself, Nikki, DZ8397. I'm Joe. (laughs) (laughs) There's our first blooper of the night right there. Nikki, maybe you can give them the uh, 501st cast phone number and uh, have them uh, leave a little uh, message for us. Um, Yeah. I thought it was at the bottom of our show notes. (laughs) It used to be at the bottom of our show notes. I'll dig it up. This is great to be ed- blooper edited material. edited in later. <laughs> this is going at the end. All right, cut the chatter.